Good afternoon, I'm Dennis Vittorian, and this is the 25th Hour, helping you remember everything that happened beyond the 24-7 news cycle. In the fallout of New York Attorney General Letitia James's report on Cuomo's sexual harassment scandals, the governor has had his allies drop support for him left and right, including the chairman of the state Democratic Party and lawmakers from the legislature, some even compromising the Assembly Impeachment Committee, which are now going into high gear. To make sense of the recent events, we have a special guest on the show, City and State Senior State Politics reporter Zach Williams. Zach hails from California, where he reported for the Daily Californian before he moved to New York to get his master's degree from the CUNY Graduate School of Journalism. Zach has been all over the Cuomo fallout, including authoring a recent article titled Cuomo Impeachment, They're Gonna Have to Pull Him Out. Zach Williams, thank you so much for joining the 25th Hour News. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. I think that the first question that um, I can ask you with all of the things that are happening with Andrew Cuomo in the state of New York, um, can you recap what even happened so far? I mean, if if somebody just browsing the headlines is going to see that there was an attorney general's report and it uh, basically substantiated some sort of allegations of sexual harassment against Andrew Cuomo. So can you just recap for our listeners what we're dealing with today? Well, the state capitol in Albany has been bracing for nearly six months for a report from Attorney General Letitia James on alleged sexual misconduct and assault by Governor Andrew Cuomo. The investigation's been going on and on and on, and people have called for his resignation, but the governor and his political supporters have said, hold on, let's see the report. And it finally arrived Tuesday. I I personally believe that something that was so critical to the governor was whether it would uh, confirm what was already known you know, this this litany of accusations from women that have worked from him alleging a toxic work environment, sexual harassment and worse. And but I personally believe that if all James's report did was confirm what we already knew, the governor could argue, hey, we already knew about this. Why should I resign now? Uh, as confusing as that can be, given right. he said we should investigate it. Um, but the report delivered, you know, confirmed everything we already knew and more. There was another accusation including from a uh, state trooper who said mm-hmm. that the governor had touched her inappropriately. Uh, this was just beyond the pale. Apparently, most legislators in New York have had enough. His remaining political allies and organized labor and key members of the legislature have said the time has come to resign or face possible impeachment. Mm-hmm. Now, impeachment is a little bit different in New York state versus the federal level. Um, like the federal process, you would have the assembly, like the House of Representatives, draft articles of impeachment, vote on them. A majority vote would send those to the Senate, which along with seven justices of the state court of appeals, Mm -hmm. kind of like the Supreme Court of the state, Mm -hmm. would join together from an impeachment trial. Uh, Two-thirds vote would remove the governor, uh, but we're still a long ways from there. Even a, a expeditious process would probably take four, five, six weeks, but members of the assembly seem ready to pick up their pace from here, and it's nothing good for the governor. Yeah, it seems like they were waiting for this report to drop in order to finally solidify what their political positions would be. Would you agree to that? Well, the impeachment inquiry is about so much more than just the alleged sexual misconduct. It also includes allegations that his his uh, staffers had <clears throat> covered up data showing how many nursing home residents died of COVID-19 in hospitals. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, safety concerns at the Mario M. Cuomo Bridge. Uh, as well as alleged self-enrichment in the use of state resources to write that $5.1 million uh, book that he published uh, months ago. So a key question will be how, you know, whether the assembly will just say what we've heard from the attorney general is enough or whether they're going to wait to conclude the other parts of that investigation and come through with a really super duper 
you know, set of possible impeachment articles against the governor based on a whole range of accusations, not just what the attorney general uncovered. That said, it looks like they're looking to get things done sooner rather than later with sexual misconduct being the tip of the spear, if you will. Mm. And how did you take the governor's reaction to uh, the report dropping? Because he, it, it almost seems as if he didn't think it would turn out that way. I mean, he's been prepping a reply in the sense of already calling Letitia James's uh, attorneys biased against him due to past investigations from some of the attorneys into him. And uh, how did you how did you take that? Because I it almost seemed as if he thought he would eke it out after the report. Well, there's a there's a simple strategy with with any type of political problem. Deny, deflect, distract. The governor's been doing all three of these things for months and months. You know, he said he wanted this investigation. In fact, the attorney general needed him to refer the matter to her in order for her to actually investigate it. You know, it's uh, he got what he wanted, an investigation. It wasn't quite what he wanted originally. He wanted uh, investigators that he would be better able to control, but he eventually gave the referral to the attorney general. Mm. And, you know, he reacted. But, but as months went by, he started sowing doubts about the integrity of the investigations, mm-hmm. Letitia James's political aspirations, mm-hmm. uh, trying kind of like what Trump did with the Mueller investigation, uh, paint his tormentors as irredeemably biased. Mm-hmm. And people just aren't buying it. Letitia James played it cool. She mm-hmm. didn't react to him. She just let her investigators do their thing. Mm-hmm. And the report was just so compelling. 168 pages, thousands and thousands of documents nearly 200 interviews you know she brought the receipts and the governor just reacted defiantly saying you know people know me i would never do such a thing well Mm. there's a 168 page report by the attorney general that says differently he came with you know 85 pounds of gobbledygook saying Mm. you know what about this what about that but you know nobody wants to read what he has to say at this point it seems you know he it, it just hasn't made the difference and uh key supporters again i gotta stress people have been keeping him in office are black supporters in the black community uh like hazel dukes and double acp mm-hmm. and organized labor powerful union groups like 1199 uh you know dc 37 groups like that they're both turning on him which really suggests it's just a matter of time before he's kicked out of the place it seems to be such a such a sudden quick fall from grace is this something that you would say was inevitable of Andrew Cuomo because he's as he said he's been in office for a very long time and this is he claims that this is not who he is and if we're being objective how, is this something that we could have seen is this something that we could have don't predicted? count him out I, I I would say given what we know about the governor and how he runs his office it should be no surprise there'd be scandals alleging wrongdoing mm. uh, we've been through this before uh first of all six months ago with when all these allegations broke nursing homes last year and everything going on with COVID-19 there, mm. as well as serious ethics uh, allegations years ago from his inner circle. You know, I don't know if you know about the, the Moreland Commission, but he had approved the commission of super duper investigators to find everything wrong with state government, mm-hmm. then pulled the plug on it, said it was his investigation when they came too close to his inner circle. So is it, am I surprised that bad things came out about Andrew Cuomo? Mm. No. Uh, I would say, though, don't count him out you know the the old maestro has a few tricks up his sleeve mm-hmm. right now he wants to delay for time mm-hmm. not resign immediately wait a few weeks see if public opinion might solidify like it did months ago 
you know, he isn't done yet. Just because Joe Biden and everyone below him has said he's got to go doesn't mean Governor Cuomo's going to go. He still gets to be governor until two thirds of the of the state senate, with those justices I mentioned, the state court of appeals, vote to remove him from office, and we're weeks and weeks away from getting to that point. So he could still survive this. And given the Democratic lean and kind of zero sum politics of elections, maybe he'll get reelected. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying it's plausible still. Yeah, I, I definitely want to delve into the future political prospects of the governor with you in a bit. My first question before that, however, is now that we know what the political ramifications are, obviously we see Cuomo's world around him start to crumble. And, you know, the state legislature finally has something concrete in their hands to start picking up the pace. But was there any sort of concrete civil or criminal liability from Letitia James's report? Well, I'm not an attorney, so I can't say definitively he'd be charged with this or that, but he is accused of touching women, uh, the state trooper, as well as an executive assistant who was supposedly lured to the executive mansion. Uh, he has been accused of touching them inappropriately. That seems to suggest some type of battery charges could be possible, touching people against their will. We'll have to see. There's, uh, I believe, at least five local district attorneys that are requesting information from the attorney general. Mm. Some of them could file charges down the line. We'll see. I think the consensus is generally the governor does not have a huge criminal liability with this. Mm. That said, he one of his accusers, Lindsay Boylan, has already announced that she's going to sue him. Mm. Uh, you know, we'll see what could come out of that. She could get some sort of monetary damages. Um, but you know, something you got to keep clear in all this is the main body to hold elected officials like Cuomo, as well as his staffers accused of wrongdoing accountable, some called the Joint Commission on Public Ethics. This uh, toothless, much maligned agency created by Cuomo years ago to make it look like uh, elected officials could be held accountable, but is actually controlled by him and other elected officials, the Assembly Speaker, the Senate Majority Leader through their appointments. Mm -hmm. So good luck uh holding them accountable through that process we'll see what happens with the legal system but really this is a political question just like with impeachment at the federal level will the assembly impeach will the state senate and those justices or the state court of appeals vote to remove him that's what it all comes down to that's the only thing that can stop him from becoming governor anymore unless he's suddenly arrested but i i just don't see it quite yet that would be such a dramatic picture in the headlines. And uh, I already know that Lee Zeldin would appreciate that happening. Um, keep in mind the grand grand scheme of things, sexual harassment is not a criminal offense mm -hmm. by and large. Mm -hmm. And is, I mean, is there anything that the legislature is attempting to do to fix that in the future? Or is that they're focused solely on addressing this report now? Well, there is a generation of younger lawmakers that have pushed for a lot of changes in ethics laws, as well as changes in the state sexual harassment laws. Mm -hmm. That's why now, you know, we've gone from a lower standard to a higher standard mm -hmm. um, to, you know, require it. The, the so-called severe and pervasive standard of old is no more. Um, that said, you know, you got to keep in mind, there's a lot of old legislators that got something to lose if you, if you strengthen those ethics rules too much. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I don't want a bunch of people getting up in my business. And right. some of them might be seeing the same thing, maybe wondering what they did and how they might be held accountable. All of mm -hmm. this to say, 
reforming ethics in a place like Albany that has such a long run. You know, they had hearings on this like two years ago. Disgusting behavior mm -hmm. by state lawmakers. People pouring lubricant on their staffers' arms, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't know if your boss does that, but mine sure doesn't. You know, changing a place like that takes time. And right now, the big question and whether that can happen is whether the governor, someone who's been accused of relatively minor transgressions in the grand scheme of misbehavior mm. in state government, still mm. serious. People think this should cost him his job. We'll see if it happens. I'll take it from there. Now, if I was Cuomo, would I have any, and, I, and I'm refusing to step down, and I'm also refusing to uh, shut down my reelection campaign. Do I have anything to worry about in terms of a Letitia James gubernatorial campaign? I mean, I, Cuomo has a lot to worry about right now because nobody seems to support him anymore. That said, he's got almost $20 million in the, in the, mm -hmm. the bank, uh, lots of time to recover his political position. Would Tish James challenge him in a primary? Up until her report came out, I was inclined to say no. Their mm. support overlaps to a significant degree, especially in the black community, organized labor. It would be kind of tough uh, to for her to kind of carve her own niche right there. But mm. the governor is politically uh, wounded now. Maybe she'll inherit a lot of his allies. Mm. Way too soon to tell about that. It is possible, though, if the governor does resign, she would certainly be one of the people talked about as a potential candidate. Mm. But don't take your eyes off Kathy Hochul, the lieutenant governor. Yeah, she spent the last seven or so years cutting ribbons and maybe doing stuff that doesn't get a lot of attention. But she's well known, well liked. Uh, yes, her base of support is out in Western New York, mm. but uh, she will be the governor. And if she is able to solidify her position very quickly and leverage whatever honeymoon period she might get, mm. she might surprise people. Also could get in a general election, at least could get independence and uh, maybe some Republicans just because she has more of a moderate record than uh, many in Albany. Um, and unlike the governor, people seem to like her. Uh, is there is there anybody else that could come out of the woodworks in order to run third for person? A, a few other people that are mentioned is Count George Thomas Napoli, who's the mm. longest serving statewide official. I think he would have an edge if there's any sort of desire among the electorate for kind of a, a technocratic, no drama type of candidate uh, that could hinge on maybe Hochul looking like she's just going to serve the remainder of Cuomo's term. Maybe mm -hmm. she says she won't run for re-election or mm -hmm. for election. Uh, so maybe there's an end. The Napoli uh, can raise money. He's from Long Island, which isn't a bad place to be in a gubernatorial race. That said, you know, uh, he still has to really show people that he wants to do it. Uh, another name that's been mentioned is State Senator Alessandra Biagi. Oh, okay. uh, she's been among those young lawmakers who have been very vocal about changing uh, the culture in Albany. Um, nobody, few people get under Team Cuomo's skin like Alessandra Biagi, uh, who actually used to work for his office many years ago. Um, but I've heard a pretty compelling rumor that maybe she would be interested in running for lieutenant governor. You know, she's only in her 30s. She has lots of time. Uh, lieutenant governor just like with Gavin Newsom in California, it might be a nice place to kind of uh, build a statewide presence and avoid accusations that she's not waiting for her turn, especially okay. if people like Tish James, DiNapoli uh, jump in the race, or if Hochul looks too strong to maybe take down. We'll see what happens. But those are four names that are being thrown around right now. And then a fifth, just for fun, Bill de Blasio. I don't know what rationale he would have <laughs> to run in a Democratic primary for governor other right. than to troll 
his friend, you know, his longtime friend of me, Governor Cuomo. Yeah. So if Cuomo goes, I don't think de Blasio is going to run. If Cuomo stays, de Blasio might be the only one with any uh, chutzpah to actually run against Cuomo. Uh, um, you know, if Cuomo survives this, you got to ask, can anything destroy the guy? Bill de Blasio will investigate. Uh, Probably make an ass of himself, though, just like when he ran for president. I think you have a pretty successful campaign slogan for de Blasio gubernatorial run right there. If Cuomo's done anything wrong, de Blasio will investigate. Um, yeah. And so, but I mean, if you put your money on it, do you think Cuomo is going to stay governor next year? I think the big question is, will he run for re-election? He okay. still has a, play, a card to play. He can say, I'm not going to run for re-election. Let me see COVID through. Let me help with, with uh, gun violence, but I'm mm. not going anywhere. And shame on you for politicizing the mm. pandemic. Shame on you. Uh, you he could still play that card. Okay. Uh, that said, it's, it's not looking good. Mm. Um, you really got to ask, like, you know, if, you know can, can he retain people in his administration? Will mm. agency heads resign? Will he be able to argue he's an effective governor? If he avoids a mass exodus, exodus of staff and agency heads, he can say, look, I'm, just, I'm not running for re-election. I'm focusing on the job of the people, just mm -hmm. like his one-time mentor, Bill Clinton, once upon a time. Mm -hmm. um, but if that card doesn't do it, he's, he has nothing else left, um, and he might very well be removed. But I don't think he's going to resign anytime soon. Uh, very few longtime political watchers have said anything different that they're going to have to drag his ass out of there. Before the report dropped, there was an interesting question about whether lawmakers would accept Cuomo saying that he wouldn't run for re-election in exchange for finishing out his term. Do you think that's still on the table for lawmakers? Again, you got to look, you got to look at some key black lawmakers, Crystal mm -hmm. Peoplestokes, majority leader in the assembly. Mm -hmm. She has said he should step down. She hasn't said she would vote to impeach him quite yet. Mm -hmm. And there's there's quite a few others that are kind of like that. They clearly want him to go. Mm -hmm. That said, will they go? Uh, you know, will they actually, you know, uh, I mean, from a lawmaker standpoint, Cuomo has signed everything they've wanted this past year. He's basically said, leave me alone. I'll sign whatever bills you want. Mm. It must be kind of nice. Yeah. Right now, a lot of lawmakers seem to be saying, you know what, the bill's coming due on that arrangement. As the party's coming over, uh, we can't do it anymore. But, you know, the next week or two, if Cuomo survives that, his chances of survival increase exponentially. And there's no way to get him out in the next week or two uh, except utter shamelessness. Mm. And I just don't know if Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo is capable of that. He's, he, you know, has some cards to play. What if he drops a bomb on other key people here? What if he, I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say who or what he might know. That's just speculation. Yeah. But we saw this in Virginia where the lieutenant governor was going to take over when Northam had that whole blackface thing. Mm -hmm. And then he was facing charges. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, you can't remove this guy because that guy's going to replace him. Things can get complicated quick. And Andrew Cuomo only needs time. Right. He wants to be governor through the end of 2022 one day at a time and uh let me just make sure that we have everything uh else covered here now imagine i'm lee zeldin okay the congressman the republican congressman you know what would you tell me if i asked you out of all of this chaos do i have a shot at becoming the next governor of new york 
I'd say you, you better get off the crazy train pretty soon. You know, <laughs> Lee Zeldin, you, you know, they're going to run against him and say, Trump, Trump, Trump. This mm -hmm. guy voted to to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Lee Zeldin can say, blah, blah, blah. I just didn't like the state legislators were getting ahead of or that 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 judges were allowing all these, you know, absentee ballot, blah, blah, blah. State mm -hmm. legislatures get mm -hmm. that's way too complicated. Republicans have been successful in the Trump era when however intellectually disingenuous they've been, they've had very simple messages. Mm. Lock her up, mm -hmm. you know, fake news, mm -hmm. uh, you know, stuff like that. Lee Zeldin is not going to win by making nuanced arguments about the future of New York. He's mm -hmm. going to win by saying the Democrats are corrupt. Mm -hmm. Shame on them. They went after Trump and now they like Cuomo be governor. If Cuomo goes like that's no good for him. And, you know, honestly, like, the, the the registration advantage Democrats have and the Republicans just have not distanced themselves from the poison pill that is Donald Trump. Mm. Like Lee Zeldin cannot argue that he has not spent the last four years sucking up to the guy. That's just not going to win you a gubernatorial election in New York. Uh, so if I were to offer him some friendly advice as a scumbag journalist, I would say <laughs> you better pivot quickly to the center. You better think of some clever lines to explain all the crazy Trump stuff you've been tied into mm. and, uh, you, you know, cut out the culture warrior stuff. I don't think the Republicans are capable of that. He's got to win a primary. So he's going to be talking to, he already is. And so is Andrew Giuliani and probably Astorino too. Critical race theory, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to win an election in New York. He's mm. got to put up huge margins in upstate. A Republican can do that. He's got to probably win uh, or at least be very competitive in the suburbs on Long Island and Westchester. And he can't lose by 80 points in New York City. Mm. I just don't think Lee Zeldin is capable of that unless he really grabs the center as quickly as possible. But his odds go down. You know, he better hope Cuomo stays mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that's that's his ticket. You know, people bring up uh, George Pataki. Mm -hmm. George Pataki, in addition to being more moderate than Lee Zeldin, in addition mm -hmm. to having some experience in the Capitol, uh, that was recent for, you know, like, you know, Lee Zeldin was a member of the assembly, uh -huh. but Lee's, you know, George Pataki was playing three-dimensional chess, uh, when, you know, locking up support from the uh, ultra-Orthodox community in place like Curious Joel. Mm -hmm. Like, this mm -hmm. guy knew, knew the levers of elections and knew how to respond to those interests without going off into crazy territory. Uh -huh. And uh, Lee Zeldin, as far as I know, you know, maybe, maybe he's doing clever things, to win over constituencies, you know, that, that can give him a lot of votes as one, like ultra Orthodox and, and places like Rockland County. But I'll believe it when I see it. George right. Pataki won. We heard the story. We saw how he did it. Uh, Lee Zeldin is still writing that story. And I just don't see him playing uh, cleverly enough to win a general election. He's too busy winning a primary. Now, my last question for you before I let you go is what do you think Democrats learned? in all of this. I mean, so on the one hand, we have Democrats trying to wrestle with how they handle sexual harassment in general from running all the way to throwing out everything, you know, baby plus the kitchen sink with Al Franken in Congress. And then, you know, they looked at Cuomo and, you know, we had Jay Jacobs, the chair of the Democratic Party say, we need due process, we need due process. What lesson are Democrats going to take out of this entire episode with Cuomo? Sometimes you don't need the guy. You know, Cuomo <laughs> has been the all-powerful king. Uh, he's got a whole system built around him. But, you know, the grass is green 
New York is still blue. Uh, if they get rid of the guy, you know, I, I bet there's a lot of legislators that are probably wondering, you know, what's this guy really done for me lately anyways? Mm. Uh, you know, has he, has he raised money for me? Andrew Cuomo is not known for being that type of leader. Has mm. he intimidated me? He is known for being that type of leader. A lot of them are probably like, you know what? It was fun while it lasted getting our bills passed without any scrutiny. But, you know, Kathy Hochul, she'll be a, a little bit weak to, to start with. You know, she, she'll have to either keep the Cuomo people who aren't so loyal to her or find her own people who are less experienced to take over the second floor in the Capitol. And, uh, you know, maybe life under Governor Hochul is filled with a little bit more sunshine and hope than keeping <laughs> Cuomo in, in power when uh, all he's doing is embarrassing your party right now. Mm. Is there is this a optimistic age for Albany if uh, you know with Cuomo if Cuomo it's, leaves? It's it's optimistic for people that don't need Cuomo. Uh -huh. Some some people uh, you know have relationships with him that go back. Uh, maybe their brand of politics is similar to his. Mm. But if you're one of those millennial lawmakers who got in the office, you know, calling him a son of a bitch, you know what you know. Other than you know, there, there's other punching bags out there. Uh, I'm sh I'm. I'm sure the Republicans will provide many of them. Uh, Governor Hochul will not have a honeymoon forever. Mm. But, uh, you know, life could be good for the Democrats. It seems like when they're all getting along, they get yeah. to do what they want. And uh, Cuomo's made it impossible for them. Got it. And Zach, is there anything that I, I haven't uh, asked you that you think is very important for our listeners to know about what's happening with Cuomo? I mean, uh, a man accused of sexual harassment that's not the worst accusations in the world could be held accountable in Albany. That's a very huge novelty in state government. Mm. Uh, you know, in terms of Al Franken and Me Too and everything else, like the Democrats are deciding, you know, we're going to draw a line with this guy. Uh, maybe Franken should have stayed. Maybe he should have gone. Mm. But, you know, it's, it's better to get rid of somebody and maybe regret it later than be accused of a hypocrite by the always uh, disingenuous Republicans who are mm. calling for Cuomo's head, even though they never said anything about Trump, mm. uh, who was accused of much worse. Got it. Zach Williams, thank you so much for joining us here on the 25th Hour News. We hope in the future we can get you back on and talk about whether Cuomo stayed or did he go. So thank you, Zach. I really appreciate it. Take care. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this interview with the 25th Hour. I want to thank our special guest, Zach Williams, City and State senior state politics reporter. If you like what you heard, please share, subscribe, and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to support the show, please become a patron today for as low as $2 a month at patreon.com slash 25th hour news. Thank you, and I'll see you on Sunday.